What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In today's show, we'll be discussing 160,000 at the time of the next Bitcoin halving as the model countdown to the new Bitcoin all-time high begins. In this bold prediction, it states the Bitcoin price can gain 500% between now and April of 2024. And this just in, Bitcoin and crypto exchange Gemini to open their second headquarters in the UK. And quoting Max Kaiser, the Bitcoin template that's being established in El Salvador is one that can be copied by other countries. He also says until El Salvador, Australian economics was hypothetical, but now we see hard money standard in El Salvador working miracles. And quoting Kathy Wood, the U.S. is losing the Bitcoin movement because of our regulatory system. You can thank No Clarity Gary. Also in today's show, Ethereum can be both a security and a commodity, says the former CFTC commissioner. Also breaking news, Ledger Key Recovery Service has been paused amid the recent backlash, and they now say they'll open source their code. Also in today's show, Bitcoin Diamond Hands. We're talking about the long-term hodlers remain strong as the Bitcoin supply hits a new all-time high. Let's go long-term hodlers. Also, analyst says the final violent move to the outside is coming for Bitcoin. I'll be breaking down his $40,000 Bitcoin price target. We'll also be discussing how realistic is it for the Bitcoin price action to reach a million dollars per coin by 2025. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Welcome everyone tuning in. This is pod episode number 1291. I'm your host, JV, and today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. And the market is currently correcting, as you can see on your screen. We got Bitcoin down 4% for the day, trading just above 26,200. We'll see if 26,000 holds. We have Ether down almost 4%, trading back under $1,800. We have Litecoin down almost 7%, trading at 85 bucks, And also BNB down 3%, trading at $304. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The crypto market cap is on the decline at $1.1 trillion with only $33 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance also on the decline at 46.2% today, as the Ether dominance is at 19.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, very modest gains as the bulk of the crypto market is in the red. But we do have TonCoin up 2%, trading just under 2 bucks, And Unised Leo up just 
1%, trading at $3.57. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, massive sea of red, the only coin in the green, which I can see, literally two of them, Ton up 2% and BGB up 2%. The biggest losers include Hex down 27% and PLSX down 30%. Like, whoa, and even Pepe and all the meme coins are currently down. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators. Today, we're rated a 50, which is neutral, the same as yesterday. Last week was a 50 as well, and last month, a 53 in neutral. So there you have it. And now let's break down and dissect the latest Bitcoin charts and price action and discuss a $160,000 Bitcoin price by the time of the next halving, just 11 months away. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shall we? Here we go. Bitcoin price action may lack momentum this month, but one popular analyst is still eyeing new all-time highs. We're talking about tech dev. That's right. Less than 12 months away, 11 months to be exact. Bitcoin's next halving is already the topic of debate amongst analysts and market participants. Some argue the event will lay the foundations for the next all-time high in line with the previous halving cycle. For tech dev, however, the new Bitcoin price record should come sooner than later in quarter two of 2024. The idea was initially covered in a market update blog post earlier in May. And this week, meanwhile, it was described as his primary time-based idea. The chart uploaded to Twitter, which you can see here, showed the path of the quarter two top dotted with the resistance lines, the Fibonacci retracement levels, and the current all-time high from 2021. So ultimately, Bitcoin should top out at around $160,000, according to this chart. Now, Tech Dev additionally updated a log-scale Bitcoin price prediction, which he nonetheless acknowledged was unlikely to come true. Quoting him here, not a forecast, not a prediction, not even my primary idea, just a prior update from August of 2022. Informed using a simple log curve, the idea puts Bitcoin at a similar price level, but sooner by the end of 2023. Quoting him here on crypto Twitter, update Bitcoin on the adjusted log time. Time equals the log in weeks and next period meets the curve at 160 to $180,000 per Bitcoin by December 2023. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analysts. Now let's discuss the short-term outlook, how Bitcoin will behave for the rest of this year as the run-up to the halving continues to divide the opinions. As reported, some market participants expect a deeper price correction with veteran analyst Philip Swift not discounting the chance of a return to 20000 in the coming months. I mean, lo and behold, we're around 6000 off from that target. And after weeks of cooling, few voices are betting on a kind of upside seen in quarter one to make the comeback in the short term. In ongoing research, popular trader and analyst Rec Capital reiterated Bitcoin failed to keep hold of support levels required for the upwards continuation. Quitting him here, Bitcoin continues to reject from 27,600 weeks ago. This level was decisively lost to support. And for the past two weeks, it is a firm resistance. Bitcoin is technically positioned for downside. If Bitcoin cannot reclaim 27,600 support soon, Bitcoin will go lower in time. And an accompanying chart, which you can see here, showed Bitcoin
Bitcoin behavior on the weekly timeframes. Now, let me know if you are currently bullish or bearish on the King Crypto. And breaking news just in, Bitcoin and crypto exchange Gemini, who is owned by the Winklevoss twins to open their second headquarters in the UK as adoption of Bitcoin is being uh, ultimately taken outside of the United States for obvious reasons. And quoting Max Kaiser, the Bitcoin template that's being established in El Salvador is one which can be copied by other countries. He also says until El Salvador, Austrian economics was hypothetical, but now we see hard money Bitcoin standard in El Salvador working miracles. And this is a recent photo from Saifedean Amis, the author of the Bitcoin standard, finally getting to meet Nigel Bokele in El Salvador. You can see Max and Stacy brought him to meet the president. Pretty good stuff. And quoting Kathy Wood, the U.S. is losing the Bitcoin movement because of our regulatory system. I agree 100% with Kathy Wood, and I think we can thank the SEC and No Clarity Gary Gensler for that. And with that being shared, now let's discuss, is Ethereum a commodity or security, or could it be both? Well, according to the CFTC former commissioner, it's both. Ethereum's native Ether token may be both a commodity and a security, said the former commissioner of the United States Commodities Future Trading Commission, speaking on a May 23rd episode of Laura Shin's Unchained podcast. Dan Berkowitz, who is also the former general counsel at the Securities and Exchange Commission, says that it is legally possible for ETH to fall under the jurisdiction of both regulatory agencies. The ongoing confusion over uh, Ether's legal status stems in large part from the conflicting statements from the CFTC as well as the SEC. Over the course of the last six months, the CFTC had repeatedly called Ether along with a number of other cryptos a commodity. Meanwhile, Gary Gensler's led SEC hasn't explicitly provided Ether with a designated legal category. No clarity. Gary said at an oversight hearing in April that everything but Bitcoin should be deemed of security and has refused to further elaborate. And while the claim that Ether could be simultaneously a security and a commodity may strike many as a contradiction, but Berkowitz said that due to the overlap in legal definitions of commodities and securities, it is possible for an asset to be classified as both, quoting him here, the law is clear. Something can actually be both a commodity and a security. I mean, talk about confusing uh, crypto investors, you know what I mean? Berkowitz explained the confusion arises because commodities aren't purely physical items like wheat or oats, and that anything that falls under the purview of the futures contract can technically be defined as a commodity. This explains why the term futures is a part of the name of the CFTC itself. Now, alternatively, Berkowitz said that a security, which is defined by the Securities Act and Exchange Act and includes things like notes and investment contracts, can also be the subject of a futures contract, which then places it under the purview of the CFTC as well. Now, the CFTC's main regulatory purview captures the regulation of futures and swaps on commodities, while the SEC solely regulates securities. However, if something is a commodity in the eyes of the CFTC as well as the security under the SEC's definition, it's entirely possible for both regulatory bodies to have jurisdiction over it. Well, that's not a good look being, you know, ultimately uh, governed by the CFTC as well as the SEC who don't even see things on the same level playing field. You know what I mean? Cause more chaos and confusion to the investors and uncertainty into the market, which I believe is all 
deemed on purpose. Now, on the podcast, a partner at multinational law firm Sullivan and Cromwell took aim at the SEC's claim that everything excluding Bitcoin should be designated as a security status under the federal uh, uh, securities laws. I don't see anything in the case that the law tells me that some string of digits that operates on a blockchain could natively just be a security, said Lloyd. It's kind of a weird question to be asking, is this digital asset a security or not? I think you should be asking, is this digital asset being sold as part of a securities transaction? And that depends upon the facts and the circumstances. So there you have it. Do you feel that Ethereum will likely be deemed a security or a commodity or both? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now for the latest updates with the Ledger hardware wallet, which has been under a lot of controversy as of late. Here's the latest of what's happening. Hardware wallet company Ledger is postponing the launch of their Ledger Recover following an intense week of criticism from the crypto community. In a May 23rd Twitter spaces joined but over 13,000 users, Ledger chairman and CEO said it has been a humbling experience and a hard lesson in communication. Quoting him here, this experience has been very humbling. We miscommunicated on the launch of this product. It was not our intention to take people by surprise. So because of that, we understand the community's direction and apologize for the miscommunication. He revealed that in response to concerns, the firm would be accelerating its plans to open source more of its code base. It will start with more core components of its operating system and Ledger Recover, which he stated won't be released until this work is complete. Now, the CEO or chief technology officer of Ledger said that over the coming days, the white paper on the Recover protocol would become open source along with the technical blog post to explain the principles of Recover and a more detailed explanations of how the process works. Quoting him again, it's going to be very easy and clear for every single cryptography and security expert to have a look at the protocol to get more guarantees and understand how it works. He also noted this would allow developers to build their own backup provider for the seed phrase shards rather than using the one offered by Ledger. Quoting him again, this has always been something important for Ledger, but this recent event showed how important it is for the community, and this is why we decided to prioritize this open sourcing process, he added. So there you have it. Uh, Ledger recently told Cointelegraph it would continue to open source more and more of its code until we reach a similar level as the Raspberry Pi. Ledger found itself in a PR nightmare after revealing plans on May 16th to introduce a key recovery tool called Ledger Recover. The firmware update would allow users that lost their private seed phrase to get it back via an optional feature. The firm faced backlash from some members of the crypto community who believed that this would add a backdoor for users' private keys to be removed from the device. And I want to touch upon this. That is right. Trust no third parties, especially the government. As the CEO of Ledger himself said that if the government wanted your private keys and you are signed up to that new feature, which hasn't yet been released, the Ledger Recover, that they will have to grant them access to that. And we all know we don't trust the government, so therefore, we don't trust Ledger. I think they're doing the right thing by making more of their code open source and hopefully, eventually, entire Ledger project is open source so they can compete with the likes of Trezor and other more superior hardware wallets out there. So at this current time, I do not trust Ledger. I also want to point out, I do not trust the World Economic Forum and I do not trust anyone partnered with the World Economic Forum in which Ledger is. So therefore, I don't support Ledger. If things change, I will let you know, but let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss some diamond hands and the latest with the long-term hodlers reaching yet another all-time high, which is a great 
fundamental uh, here on the Bitcoin blockchain. Uh, so according to the latest weekly report from Glassnode, the long-term hodlers now carry 14.46 million BTC. The long-term hodlers have uh, here to refer to one of the two main cohorts in which the Bitcoin market is generally divided. This group includes all investors holding their coins since at least 155 days without moving or selling them on the network. The other side of the sector comprises the short-term hodlers, natural investors carrying their coins since they are less than this threshold amount of 155 days. Statistically speaking, the longer an investor holds onto their coins, the less likely they become to sell at any point. And due to this reason, long-term hodlers make up the part of the market with the stronger conviction. This cohort is also sometimes called diamond hands of the market because of the fact the long-term hodlers comprise an important market part so their behavior can be worth looking at. One indicator that helps track their movements is the long-term hodler supply, which measures the total number of Bitcoin currently being held in the wallets of these investors. Now, here's a chart that shows the trend in this Bitcoin indicator over the last few years, and you can see it reaching that critical all-time high. Good stuff. And as displayed in the graph, the Bitcoin long-term hodler supply declined during the first half of 2021. Then the bull run occurred. This means that the profit-taken situation of the rally managed to tempt even these diamond hands into selling back then. And following the rally, however, these investors started showing a trend of accumulation again and since added a net amount of coins to their wallets. The uptrend was initially sharp, but the metric mostly moved sideways uh, between the high of the bull run in the second half of 2021 and the start of the bear market. And during the bear market, these hodlers took to slow but constant accumulation, only selling a bit during specific events like the FTX crash in November of 2022. Then, in the first few months of the rally that started this year, the growth in their supply again slowed down to a crawl, but there wasn't any no period of decline. This would imply that while some investors may have been selling, new short-term hodlers have also been maturing into this group to balance these sellers out. And in the last few weeks, though, the Bitcoin long-term hodlers have once more shown a rapid accumulation trend that have taken their supply to new all-time highs of 14.46 million BTC. This suggests that these diamond hands haven't faltered from the recent struggle in the price. And the 155-day threshold would put the source of these newly matured long-term hodlers at the lows that followed the FTX crash, meaning that these investors would currently be some of the most profitable hands in the market. So there you have it. Massive shout out to all my long-term hodlers. Where you at? Make some noise, diamond hands. Now let's break down this $40,000 short-term target for the King Crypto, and then we'll be discussing how realistic is it for the Bitcoin price to capture a $1 million price per coin by the year 2025, and then we'll dive into some live Q&A. Now, a wildly followed crypto analyst is predicting a big move to the upside for Bitcoin after weeks of chopping around. Synonymous analyst Crypto Calio tells his 600,000 Twitter followers he believes Bitcoin is about to take off on a strong rally lasting until July. Send it. Let's go. Calio says Bitcoin is reclaiming the high time frame support level after dipping below it for several days, a price behavior that he says is often a recipe for a violent spike up. Quoting him here, reclaims of deviations beneath the high time frame support like this typically lead to violent moves to the upside. At the moment, 27,700 is the level I am watching. The trader predicts the Bitcoin source passed the 40,000 level by July, a more than 46% increase from the current value of 27,000, one last leg up. And the popular trader also says leading smart contract platform Ethereum is likely to waste no time in reclaiming the 2,000 level 
quoting him here, run it back to 2000 with haste. And he also says that after briefly dipping below 1800 earlier in the month, and currently Ether is still in the 1700s, ETH is now trading in the range highs, and he says there is no more room to run. Now, let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And now let's break down the moment you have all been waiting for. How realistic is a $1 million price action by 2025? Let's break it down. I'm going to scroll right to the meat and potatoes, or as I would say, the fruit and the veggies as being a vegetarian since the age of 16. So yeah, Bitcoin halving history. You can see here in 2012, the price of Bitcoin on the halving day was $12.35. 150 days later, 127 bucks. Then in 2016, at the time of the halving, Bitcoin was 650 bucks. 150 days later, 758 bucks. Then in 2020, the price of Bitcoin at the halving was $8,800. 150 days later, just under $11,000. And we all know the Bitcoin halving is now only approximately 11 months away. So Bitcoin lovers always have too bright and at times impossible predictions for their favorite currency and post this mini bull run. There are several discussions running around at the world's largest digital coin. Bitcoin could even witness the level of 10,000 lakh by the year 2035. I think that is the native currency in India, just FYI. This notable and hypothetical figure of 10 lakh have been echoed by a number of prominent personalities in the crypto space. The Chinese Canadian Bitcoin entrepreneur and CEO of crypto firm Jan3 Samson Mao believes the crypto will reach $1 million within the next five years. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Samson Mao. And with much more wild guesses, we have Balaji, an investor and the former uh, CTO at Coinbase, took a bet that Bitcoin could reach 10 lakh or even more mere in 90 days. So I guess we're here, we're talking about a $1 million Bitcoin price. Balaji made this strong statement on the belief that as the world goes in the stage of hyperinflation, the dollar value will get weak and thus people will start buying more and more Bitcoins. Hyperinflation means extreme rapid increase in the price of goods and services over a long period of time. On the other hand, crypto experts believe Bitcoin might touch $1 million per coin in the upcoming years, but not so soon. And predicting this level in 2023 or in 90 days is just next to impossible. We also have Marshall Bird uh, or Beard, Chief Strategy Officer at the U.S.-based crypto exchange Gemini. He stated, Bitcoin to be million dollars in 90 days. Some crazy things are happening in the world, which we don't want, he said. However, that it might take 10 years to reach anywhere close to this extreme prediction. While I like to point out some other very bullish uh, predictions uh, of the likes, uh, we also have Tim Draper. He's been predicting a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price by 2024, keeping in mind that around the corner. We also have Credible Crypto predicting a $200,000 plus Bitcoin price this year. In 2023, we have Max Kaiser who has been uh, predicting $220,000 for quite some time, still in play. We also have the likes of Kathy Wood predicting a $1 million Bitcoin price by the year 2030. I think it's realistic to happen by 2029, probably sometime realistically between 2028 and 2030. Keeping in mind the next Bitcoin halving is in 2024, 11 months away. The year preceding the halving is when we reach the cycle peak historically, just like we did in, uh, what is that, in 2013 and in 2017 and in 2021. I expect nothing different in 2020. 
2025. I think we can realistically hit somewhere between 200 and 300,000 by that time. Then the following halving anticipated to be in 2028. The year preceding the halving would be 2029. And that's where I come up with my $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. But let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.